bad. What are the long box guys going to do tonight, Brain? The same thing the long box guys do every night, Pinky. Drink and talk about comics. They're useless to taking over the world. Yes. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode <laughs> of The Long... Hey, everybody, put yeah. the red light on. <laughs> <laughs> everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the long box guys with me as always are some of my very best friends josh how you doing what are you drinking i'm doing pretty good i got my puppy at my feet slapping my feet he just wants something i don't know what and i'm drinking a lovely haze from treehouse lovely haze that sounds delicious tommy what are you drinking today buddy i am drinking some glenn foudry 12 year old scotch because i've had a day You've had a day, boy. You've had a day. <laughs> How are you doing, Tommy? What are you drinking? I'm doing great. I am drinking uh, Thompson's Water Seal Scotch. Thompson's, for when you have to stain your deck and your liver. Thompson's. Mm. Uh, that's bad scotch. <laughs> Mikey, how you doing? What are you drinking there, pal? I'm doing well. I've got my cat, Buffy, in my lap, and I am drinking a Hero Pilsner from Thimble Island. From Thimble Island, that sounds delicious. Now, Tommy, I'm sorry to hear that uh, you were making a uh, had a mistake made on your your mortgage. You had to pay a whole bunch. That'll oh, make no, you... no. I've had multiple mistakes <laughs> made by DCU. Yeah. Well, that'll make you go broke. Speaking of broke, this week we're talking about the power broker. It had nothing to do with anything, but I wanted to put it in there. The power broker. It was um, a choice. Yeah, it was a choice. I'm not happy with it, but you know. I'm also married, so, you know, choices were made. Things happen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. No, I don't want to talk about anything. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, the power broker's been around for a long, long time. I thought he was around for longer than he was. Uh, does anyone want to give us a little of the background, the history of the power broker? Obviously, oh, LT does. <laughs> He's having uh, a day. He is. Power broker first appeared, Machine Man number six. I went back and read that issue. I didn't even notice him showing up. That's how powerful he was in that issue. Captain That's America. Good power. Captain America, in America number two thirty. Yeah, I thought it was power. I thought it was uh, no. I thought it was Captain America two. Yeah, two thirty, nineteen seventy-eight. No, no. He first appeared as Curtis Jackson in Machine Man number six in nineteen seventy-eight. Okay, I'm looking at something that says something different. But you know what? You did the research. I believe you. But you didn't see him in the issue, though. I didn't even notice uh, him. He was there as Curtis Jackson. He wasn't there as Power Broker. Ah, uh, I see. Oh, uh, so much like Bonesaw, he was keeping it on the down low. Much like Bonesaw, <laughs> he was so keeping it in the background. That's Miss Curtis Jackson, if you're nasty, by the way. Damn right. And then, of course, he shows up later on. He makes his bones in Captain America, mostly. Right, that's where, where he's... That's where he's the power broker. He's he's Jackson in the uh, Machine Man. Yes. And Captain oh, America 230. Uh, and then, you know, later on in Captain America 329 and to 331 is where I read most of my, ca- my power broker stuff for this. Um, and then also he kind of shows up in West Coast Avengers and later on. Um, but he mostly does... Enhancements for other people, and tries to take a cut of their of their wages 
and that's how he makes a living in, well, the, a, in the Marvel. He's pretty much the fabulous moolah of Marvel Comics. <laughs> Go on. Go on. Drop that. No, Mula famously trained people and then made them pay part of what they earned for the rest of their career to her. I mean, he's kind of like a pyramid scheme for Marvel, right? Because, I mean, he's at the top. He recruits in people. And then he sends them out and takes a cut of their income. Well, let's, let's the not more call people it just a he cut. brings he takes, in. He takes 70%. That's the power yeah. broker's cut. And also, as part of the power broker's power enhancements, he gets you addicted to a drug. Now, he tells you that the drug is to stabilize the enhancements, but it's really just a drug to keep you coming back to the power broker with your 70%. So it's, you know, it's a little more nefarious than just, hey, give me a cut. It's, you know, give me a cut, and also, uh, I got your cocaine right here. Yeah. And, you know, you can bring your friends in. But it's included in the 70%. Yes! <laughs> it's almost like free drugs. <laughs> if you think about it. If you think about it. And That's of course, no are more drugs in your veins, more money in the power broker's pocket. Seems of like course, upside, upside. power broker is ever reinventing himself, right? I mean, when he gets caught, he eventually augments himself, but he augments himself too much and he can't move because he's so, so over-muscled that he just can't move. He's like and a Rob Liefeld drawing. It, it is. <laughs> like strong fact, guy in a bad I think day. that's where Rob Liefeld got his inspiration for all of his characters. Could be. Is from that one West Coast Avengers comic where the power broker becomes over muscle. And Rob Liefeld is like, finally, someone drawing a normal looking human. <laughs> this right. speaks to I me. I see you, power broker. I, I see, see you. you. I hear you. This is the vision of the future. All he needs is a whole bunch of pockets and he is complete. Pouches we everywhere. Out pouch. Pouches. Pouches we everywhere. out of pouch everywhere. Okay. One of his later names is actually Power Poucher. <laughs> You know, that guy could use a pouch on his nose. So so he doesn't have any superpowers on his own, and he's not a super genius. He just hires a super genius to do all his work for him. I thought that when I first, we first talked about Power Broker, that he was in a lot more comics than he actually appeared in. Like, I just thought he was everywhere. Uh, it's because of all the people that he empowered, but he's only had 12 appearances in comic books, uh, which is just crazy to me. Yeah, I, I, I agree with he's you. He's been this in one. a bunch of Captain Americas, but it's always like one or two panels. Yeah, that's probably why I thought like he was everywhere, right? Because I'm reading Captain America as a kid, and I'm like, oh, Power Broker, oh, that sounds like a very important person. He's only... <laughs> And sometimes he's just referred to in, in Captain America as well. Like, you know, Cap's working on something and he refers back to a power broker, and but he's never shown in the comic. I mean, but really where power broker, I think, comes into his own is when he gets into the digital age in Astonishing Ant-Man and creates the hench app. So before we get into the hench app and all the apps, <laughs> the competing apps, I just want to float it out there now. Is Power Broker the most often mentioned with the least appearances? Like, who's he may who be talked about more and actually appears less than Power Broker? Where is there anyone else out there? 
I mean, people talk about Galactus a lot, and then he never shows up. And people talk about Kingpin a lot, but he doesn't show up. But he's got a lot of appearances. He does have a lot of appearances. Yeah. But Power and I Broker think Galactus has a lot of appearances too. Yeah, he does and he, he. I mean, he does and he doesn't. Right? He has a lot of lead-ups, but he's not in a lot of panels. Like he eats the world and goes off, or I mean, yeah, but but Power Broker's only got twelve. What else is he going to do after yeah. he eats a world? I mean, yeah. I guess. But yeah, so I think I think Power Broker might be. I might have one. Hit me. Hit me. Let's hear it. Ding, ding, boom. I don't no. think he has talked about much or appears much. He only appears like once at like, like he's going to be the world ender, but they only, but he's mentioned uh, quite a bit. And also, um, uh, I mean, he, he shows up like he's been in probably yeah. a dozen Avengers yeah. books. He's been in Thor a couple of times. He's been... I got one more. I got one more. I got Moto. Well, I mean, the eye of Agamotto. The eye is. Yeah, you see the eye all the time, but you don't see Agamotto all that much. Yeah. Those were the only two I could think of. Okay. It's not bad. It's not a bad... It's not bad. It's not bad. Oh, what's the giant wolf that destroys the world, too? Fenris. Fenra. Um, Loki's always saying he's going to release him. <laughs> like, always, and we only see Fenris, like, twice. It's because it's Loki's son. I mean, do Go we ever on. really expect Loki to be a good dad? <laughs> hey! No. No. <laughs> so, Actually, Lord of Tales, maybe. Out of all the people who have benefited from Power Brokers services, who, <laughs> who are you going to say is your favorite? Porcupine. Porcupine Wait. Power Broker? I don't yeah, think so. Suit. Yeah, Porcupine gave him the suit. No, I think... No, no, no. you're thinking of the, the Armorsmith from Daredevil, the guy who made... Gladiator? Yeah. I'll look it up. Okay. I don't, I don't even think... I wouldn't even think the Armorsmith made it. I thought it was the Armorsmith. I think somebody else made it for the military, and the military turned it down. The Porcupine? Yeah, yeah, I think LT might be right. I think the military was like that. We're going down a porcupine rabbit hole. What else yeah. you got? We gotta do it's that. Called a porcupine week. hole, Mike. <laughs> what about you, LT? Uh, I don't know. I'm thrown off by the whole porcupine thing. <laughs> Is there a list I can pick from here? Because after, yeah. after listening to Tom I, and the Geek Week, I'm going to have to say the Enforcer. Uh, yeah, it's definitely not the Enforcers. I, I'm going to go with. U.S. agent and Battlestar. Ooh, Battlestar. The Battlestar. government literally subcontracted the power broker to get their next Captain America. That's pretty effed up that the government was like, yeah, let's go to this supervillain <laughs> so we can get a new super soldier to replace Steve Rogers because he's a little too much of a snowflake liberal. And, and look how that worked out. <laughs> Worked out great for Captain America. Yeah. For Johnny Walker. Yeah. No, we need a new Captain America, but let's take some bids. Can we take some bids? <laughs> who's who's bidding lowest? Yeah, who's been lowest on this Captain America bid? Uh, that on. guy over there is a supervillain. He's been pretty low. <laughs> I surprised you didn't choose the grapplers, Tom. 
I am too. I, I mean, the Grapplers is definitely my thing, but I always liked the Porcupine, and I am wrong. I always thought the Porcupine had bought the suit, and then, of course, as always, something fucked up and the suit gets stuck on you. But now, that's not it. I'm looking at it right now, and I, I am just wrong about that one. So tell us the origin of the Porcupine, Tom. Uh, you don't have to go down the Porcupine hole. No, 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 no. We're say, there already. We're there yeah. already. Don't don't make uh, people reach out to us on Twitter at the Longbox guys to complain <laughs> that we we tease we did, them about the porcupine. the porcupine. Saga. Gentry was originally a scientist who worked as a weapon designer for the United States Army. He conceived the idea of designing a battle suit to imitate the noble porcupine. It would be covered with quill-like projections for defense. Moreover, it would be able to shoot those quills as gases or flames or chemicals, even as paralysis-inducing pellets, to be uh, from his quill-like tubes. Wow. Yeah, wow. he he looked more like a straw man than a porcupine. <laughs> he looked like a haystack. The original ones, he looks like a haystack. <laughs> yeah. By yeah. the way, you see him in the new She-Hulk, sitting down at a AA meeting or like a, it's probably like a super villains trying to quit meeting. And I lost my shit when I saw him. <laughs> yeah, and I and the, just the say, military said that suit is is it's no, we don't want it. Yeah. Prehensile tail porcupines are fucking adorable. Yeah, just Google that shit, man. They are fucking adorable. Hmm. That's, it. that's all I got. I'm gonna say, tell everybody Josh's favorite, and that's D Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the like, D-Man! I, I really want... I really like Daredevil's costume, but I really like Wolverine's costume. costume. <laughs> yeah, I got an idea. Uh, so they alluded to it. My my real one, I guess, would be the uh, the Grapplers, which is a all-female wrestling team that the, um, uh, the Power Broker makes as some of his new enforcers. And they fight the Dazzler and a few others. I am only four inches away from getting every single appearance. And how many appearances? There are four. 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 Uh, You're going to have to buy the digital copy of the Modoc series because Pound Cakes, played by Whoopi Goldberg, is one of the grapplers. She is one of the grapplers. That's right, Pound Cakes. So uh, I'll buy that. I didn't say I'd buy every appearance of every single individual. I said I would buy every appearance of the grapplers as a team. Uh, it's very specific. Because wow. uh, Pop Cakes does show up every once in a while in other places, too. It's a fun name. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, now, LT, we actually know, we, we talked about this a little bit before the podcast started. We know how much you like the hand chap. So, go ahead, Betty. Spill your load. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in Astonishing Ant-Man, Power Broker comes up with the Hedge app, which is an app where if you pick a hero, uh, he the Hedge app will pick which supervillains are best to go up against that hero that you can hire to go up against that hero. And it's specifically villains that are not matched in powers that will go up against that hero to take him down. And what's great about that series is he he's trying to sell it uh, to Jason Cross. And he's like, well, name a superhero you hate. And he's like, Ant-Man. It's like, okay. And so he sends somebody to go kill Ant-Man. And then he's like, you know what? I don't really need you. We can come up with our own 
our own app, so he cancels the contract. <laughs> There's the, a fee for canceling, though. That was the only thing that saved that saved Ant Man. Was like the tornado was like, "I'm gonna kill you." Oh, oh my bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I know I'm a block from your house, but canceled. Totally canceled. Totally canceled. And what was the knockoff? Was it Lackey? I think it might be. Might yeah, I think Lackey is right. Yeah. Oh no! It's, it, I think it was Hench. No, no, Hench. I think was the, oh, it was the original. Was, yeah. was it original? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think Lackey was the uh, the ripoff version. Yeah, had... See, the problem with Lackey, Mike, over Hench was Lackey had surge pricing during busy periods when you were trying to kill a lot of people. And I'm telling you, I tried to take an Uber from my house to a car dealership the other day, and it was twenty bucks. And the next day, surge pricing a hundred bucks. Now, I don't know what the the surge pricing on Lackey was, but that was a soundfall. That yeah. and there was no, they didn't try to monetize enough for the advertising, which is always a you know pretty big failure in small apps. Plus, all the people you, who are were on Hench to get hired, they kind of relied on tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then you got to then you got to do the two app thing and switch between them, like Lyft and Uber. It's tough. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like you weren't signing up for both. And a lot of people abused that two-week uh, trial period. Well, like and, they hired who they wanted to hire, and that was that. And worse uh, is that you know, power broker was taking seventy percent cut of everything. Seventy percent, yeah. And everyone was addicted to his weird drug. Yeah, so. He was taking the Uber cut, and Cross was taking the Lyft cut. So yeah. A lot of people just started migrating over. You just didn't have a choice. Yeah. And working conditions and all that. That's how it happens. So that's what yep. happens. In the market. Tommy, I'm sorry. Did you get? Did you get enough out that you wanted to get out? Oh yeah. Okay. So well, I think we're all in agreement. If you're going to read any Power Broker comic, go ahead and read Ant Man. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, Machine Man fun. number six. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's some dead air. You get what? We just dead aired on that. Ugh. Uh, wow. I just wish Skype had a kill button. Sometimes <laughs> just. <laughs> Not to what cut the mean? feed, just to kill people. Just to kill people. You know who could help you with that? Power broker. Power broker. Ah. I was going to say, Dr. Evil had, would have had the Zoom set up, right? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Fall back into a pit of flame. I'm not dead. I'm just terribly burned. Does anyone have any last words on the power broker? And also, would you oh. do it? I mean, well, two things. Yes, of course I would. I would, yeah, I would find a way to stop the drugs, kill Power Broker, and go about my business. Uh, if you have. I'm just saying. Yeah. And, yeah, I would totally pay the price for fucking superpowers. Uh, the other thing is we didn't we didn't mention his or her appearance in the fucking uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. That's right. That's right. Yeah, uh, played by Emily Van Camp. That sounds right. Well... Yes, and maybe no. She might be a triple agent here. But she is the power broker. broker. But she is the power broker, absolutely, 100%. Yeah. She's one of the men. And and also, um, we forgot that uh, I I don't know if we mentioned the failure rate for monstrosities is like 60%, right? For the powers not to take. Oh, yeah, there's a there's a a a chance. There's a huge risk, like so are you are you still in with that, Josh? Yeah. What do you get? Flight and what? Super speed? What do you get in? Get I two. Fucking, I don't know. Pick two. Come on. 
Uh, Just roll the dice. I mean, yeah, I'm to I, I always want to fly. Yeah, I'm taking yeah, a point of vulnerability. I'm just a human missile. All right, here you go, Josh. You ready? 60% chance you don't make it. Okay. 50? I'm going to give you over and under on the nine. You might make it. <laughs> what? You didn't say higher love. I didn't say it. All right. Josh, pick higher love. Hi. All right. <laughs> 50? <laughs> Eight. You know what? You fly, but you get a limp. It's oh, close yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I take those odds, man. Those are bad odds. You fly, but you can't make right turns. You can only list lazily to the left. <laughs> I don't mind driving. <laughs> you can fly, you just can't elevate yourself or decre increase or decrease the elevation. <laughs> okay, I still take that. He's like, all I gotta do is find a tall building. Yeah, so you get screwed by the curvature of the earth. <laughs> yeah, I just fall. Fly. Yeah. Oh yeah, turn off the power, fly, fall, fly, fall, yeah. It's gonna get up high enough to start. Build up some speed that way. Okay. I love this. I solve that problem. Yeah, right. Josh is all over this. This sounds tangential. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, do you have a tangent for us? Yeah, I think we just rocked it. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have a super... All right. Mikey, you ready to roll the dice? What superpower... What two superpowers you want? I'm not doing this. You're not... <laughs> Tom, you can roll the dice? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm making Josh my informant so I can bust the power broker. <laughs> Okay. Fucking, I'm just helping out all over the place. And you know what? I'm not even going to take 70% of what I'm going to pay him. Fair enough. <laughs> Tommy, you want me to roll the dice for you, buddy? Pick two powers. Uh, oh. oh, telekinesis. Uh-huh. Uh, Vulnerability. All right. High or low? High. 64. Tommy makes, makes it. it. Nice job. Yeah. Way to live. Now All I right. can start fucking with people by moving their shit around with my mind. That's your big plan. <laughs> <laughs> and when they get mad at you, you're invulnerable. So you're like, hey, man, where's my stapler? Fuck you. No, fuck you. Ow. Isn't it on it's your desk? <laughs> I didn't touch it. See, here's the thing, though. It's invulnerability, but he still feels the pain. Oh. <laughs> Takes no damage, but yeah, yeah. it's just all, yeah. it's all feedback. All right, I'm going with super speed and intangibility. The Ghost Runner. 31. 17! I am a monster! <laughs> I am trapped. I am just a will-o'-the-wisp. You are a dense tortoise. It's the opposite of what you wanted. Hey, Tom, where's that, where's that cold Diet Coke of yours? Well, it looks like it's spilling out over there across the room, isn't it? <laughs> you still feel pain, asshole. I'm going to take you with a brick bat. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm a giant tortoise. I'm not going to catch you. You're going to push me back. Push you back with my mind. <laughs> Mikey, what do you got the back of the, the front of the lawn box? Uh, at the front long box, I'm going way back to the golden age of comics. 
Uh, More Fun Comics number 73. This is an important issue because it is the first appearance of Green Arrow and Speedy. Um, No Topor? What? No Topor? The octopus sidekick? No, that's Aquaman. That's Aquaman's sidekick. Oh, that's Aquaman. Well, the the stupid shot arrows. Yeah, it's, it's it's not Green Arrow or Speedy though. So I read this comic because it was Diane's birthday a few weeks ago, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to read Roy Harper's first appearance, and I got to say, Doctor Fate is the headliner, but it's like a seventy-page comic where they've got all these different stories. It's not just superheroes. They've got spies. They've got uh, the cowboys. It's uh, you know it's got a, a lot for everybody back in the 1940s. And remember, what's your favorite thing about Wonder Woman's Rogues Gallery, Tom? Uh, it's not very deep. <laughs> yes, it's not very deep. And I assure you, Doctor Fate. And uh, Green Arrow do not have very deep rogues galleries back in the golden <laughs> age because they, they kill people. <laughs> uh, those arrows used to not have a boxing glove in them. Yeah, they, they don't seem to care. They're like, ah, oh, the bad guy got what he deserved. Like, he was robbing a, a jewelry store and you killed him. That doesn't seem like. But anyway. Because they got 14 arrows in them. These arrows are expensive too. I mean, this—I think it kind of evened out. <laughs> I mean, back then, Batman used to shoot people. It's true. I mean, I understand where the Arrow TV show got it from because he was just killing everybody. The only thing I didn't understand about the Arrow TV show is he would kill everybody until he got to the boss and be like, "No, you're not worth it." I'm like, you, you just killed like fifty of his guys who were just trying to make a living. But Gary, the guy that was selling his stolen VCR, was worth it. <laughs> Smartphone background check app, and he was like, "This guy's got to go. This guy, this guy, he's worth it. He's worth it." The great thing about that app is it actually sends a family with an email with a QR code about where to find the body. Nice. That's just nice. By the way, why did Batman have a Luger? Like a lot of those old comic books, that's what Batman was rocking. German precision. <laughs> you know what, LT? The smartest thing you've ever fucking said. <laughs> German person, you buy the best. He's a millionaire. He's buying the best. Buy the best. They're really easy to clear jam. <laughs> we know what a luger is, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tommy. What do you got at the front of the long box or the back of the long box? You can pick uh, this week. Actually, I have something to not recommend to people, and that's Iron Man: The Rapture. From 2011, this is not a very good Iron Man book if you're an Iron Man fan. In it, Tony Stark uh, decides to start experimenting on himself. Uh, He has a heart problem, so he decides to do his own heart surgery because he feels that doctors making an artificial heart for him uh, are not going to do as good a job as he can. And then he decides, why stop there? And he does a scan of himself and discovers that he thinks he has brain damage. So he's going to do brain surgery on himself. And he creates an AI that kind of replaces all of his body parts. And he decides to basically have this AI take over the world and 
it starts trying to assimilate everybody and to digitize them, and Rhodey has to stop him in the war machine armor. And uh, it's a beautifully drawn book, but it's not a very good Iron Man book because that's not really what Iron Man's all about. I like the fact that he thought he was smarter than the doctors when he discovered he had brain damage. <laughs> good point. I've got brain damage. I'm obviously smarter than everybody in this room. <laughs> I can take care of this problem. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the problem with being one of the smartest men on the planet. Sometimes you just don't know when to pull yourself back from the brink. Yep. I mean, Pepper was the key to solving, you know, to resolving everything and saving the world. But but her, her and Rhodey had to do it. Oh, I put but Pepper it, on everything. But it was, uh, it was not that great of a story. But beautifully drawn. Artwork was great. All right. Tom, did you read um, the Tom King that I recommended Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Didn't get a chance to it yet. Sorry. Guys, if you are a fan of fantasy uh, meets superheroes you sh- and science fiction, you should really check it out. Very well done. It shall be done. Yeah. That's, that's my plug to make up for the non-recommendation <laughs> by LT. I'm going to recommend that book to everybody. <laughs> All right, I guess that brings us over to our regular plugs. Anyone got anything to plug this week? Well, I'd like to thank Kirby Crackle for providing our geek rock music every week. You can check him out at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you're wondering, I didn't hear any music. It's because you're watching us on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. And if you're like, I don't see what you guys are talking about, we have a YouTube channel. You can actually see us. Whoa. What? So. So go ahead and subscribe to everything and hit the like and whatever else you want. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, I'd like to promote King Richard's Fair. King Richard's Fair coming up in Carver, Massachusetts on Labor Day weekend, about a week from when this might drop. And uh, it's always a good time. Have you guys ever had a bad time at King Richard's Fair? Maybe. Never been. Uh, Never been to King Richard's Fair? College and there was extenuating circumstances. It was a woman, wasn't it? No. No. All right, man. What was it? Come on, story time. Come on, short one. Okay, short story. I'm gonna guess Lady Boy. Okay, go on. (laughs) That's a good time. It was the catering at the fair. Oh no. Oh yeah. (laughs) How Uh, bad? Oof. Yeah, I didn't see much of the fair that day. (laughs) There was a very specific part. I was going enclosed. I was sitting down. That's where I spent most of my day at the fair. You had King Richard's Revenge. King, I, indeed, I had King Richard's Revenge, yeah. So you went for the full medieval experience. I, I did, yeah. Yeah, I did not. Let's just say if I had tried to make it to Oregon, I would have died. Serving wench, fetch me some dysentery. Do you remember, was it a turkey leg? Honestly, I don't remember. Uh, I just remember... Shitting my brains out in garb for a long time. That can be tough too, because garb sometimes garb, is not yeah, the easiest thing to get out of. If I ever like have a shit storm when I'm dressed as Batroc the Leaper, man, just shoot me. Like I'm not gonna make it out of this, guys, and I don't want to live with the embarrassment. Just kill me now. Yeah. And the LT worst will... part was, at some point, I had worked for the same catering company that caters uh, every year at King Richard, so I knew the people who poisoned me. 
that's probably so it might have been intentional. Yeah, yeah. It might have been intentional. Yeah, kind of makes sense now. And now it all comes around. Yeah, should so never have uh, led that lady great, boy on. It's a great location. It's a great Renaissance fair. If you've never been, it's in southeast. It's in Carver, Massachusetts, and I believe it goes until sometime around my birthday. Oh, it does uh, mid mid to late October. It's usually yeah. the last the last week of October. Maybe is the final weekend. Yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, it goes on for a while. We're all going to go as a group. Mikey, I hope you and your wife and your uh, son come with us this year. It'll be fun. Sure. What? Wow. Way to commit. Come I've on been time. to a Renaissance festival. Come, I... come on Time Travelers Weekend. You can come as Star Trek characters. <laughs> That'll be fun. Plus, I want to see your wife dressed up in the medical outfit. They used to have a big yeah. cat show there that had the biggest liger in the U.S. His name was Sedan. I think he's passed away since, but... Oh, he just made he was, me sad, man. <laughs> he was, when he was standing up, he was 13 feet tall, and he was 900 pounds. Oof. That's a big cat. It's a big cat. Yeah. We had a dog in our dog park that was a foot and a half off the world record, which is a big, like, distance for a world record. There's probably, like, a thousand dogs between him and the world record. But it was still incredible to be standing next to someone that close to the world record. Like, he was definitely, like, right in my face. Mighty the Great Dane. Big-ass dog. Mighty. Mighty. Rest in peace. There's no way you're still alive, buddy. Those guys don't yeah, last those, that long. Yeah, those dogs don't those last just... that long. <laughs> Tommy, you got anything to plug, pal? I'd like to plug geekorthodox.com. 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 Hello, Tammy. That's your T-shirt. Not Tammy's T-shirt. It's, it's Geek Orthodox T-shirt. I didn't steal a T-shirt from Tammy. I'm not that kind of guy. Way to out-creep me. Come on, man. This isn't a contest. Fuck. Yeah. Taking my shtick. GeekOrthodox.com. Purveyor of fine. Stained glass prints. Johnny Skywalker rocks glasses. Socks. You name it, they got it. If you want the T-shirt, so you got to go to IanLino.com. IanLino.com is where you find all the T-shirts. Yeah, mm-hmm. even Tammy's yeah. t-shirts. Yeah, even Tammy's t-shirts. You gotta go to the OnlyFans for that one. <laughs> I would Take like. Back. <laughs> so I just got my eleventh Doctor cosplay. So I am ready for Pensacon coming up February twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth in Pensacola, Florida. We are all going as uh, Doctor Whovians, right, or something like that. One day we all have to be Whovians. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I already put called Tom Baker. Someone just tell me. Just someone just assign me a doctor, and I'll I'll, I'll find something. I only uh, know he's the eleventh doctor because I asked Diane. Okay. <laughs> it's important one? to Diane, and Diane's important to us. Yeah. Plus, I Diane's do like, love Let's do Tom this, Baker. and I'll be like, sure. Yeah. Someone yeah. just just give me something to do. Like, I pulled out the corduroy that. jacket and put it on, and it fit perfectly. And my wife looked at me, and she goes, "Are you cosplaying as Doctor Who?" I was like, <laughs> nailed, nailed it. it, nailed it. Josh, how do you feel about dressing up like Robin Williams for Mork and Mindy? Uh, that doesn't bother me at all. Then th- there's your doctor. The or, last doctor. The last doctor. The kind of, no, but the last doctor kind of dressed like that. She was, uh, she wore the suspenders and she had the striped shirt. I mean, it's not that, I mean, it's not an exact copy of it, but that's kind of the look. I mean, I don't, I don't care. So I just want to just fucking throw a dart, pick a doctor, and assign it to me, and I'll, I'll figure it out. That's, that's, that's all that matters to me. Yeah, I was going to say the first doctor, because he just kind of wore it, kind of almost like a suit. 
I, I have no idea. Sure. All right. I, All right. I own a suit. I don't. I have to. I'm not a good grown-up. If someone dies, they're just gonna show up like this. So you died. Or someone dies and you go That's... buy a suit. Hence why I own one suit. Uh. That's adorable that you think some one of your friends is gonna die before you, Tom. <laughs> also true. My mom is still alive. Yeah, she's Hence, gonna outlive us all. She will. I might be immortal. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I am the oldest living male in my bloodline, going back eighty years. I am immortal. The question is, which one of us is going to have to update your Facebook so that your mom can post on it? <laughs> I, I post okay. the filthiest stuff on there. My mom's like, love you, Tom. Hi, Tom. Thanks. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> I love her. She doesn't understand comments. It's adorable. It's 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 great. And, or maybe she just loves me for me. Yeah, that might be it. Okay. Like, I broke my record for masturbation. I'm up to nine. That's Hi, great, Tom. Tommy. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Good for you, Tom. Real good for you. Good for you. That's you know why? Because you eat your spinach. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. I think that'll do it for us here at the Long Box, guys. Mike, oh, yeah. what is this podcast like to you? It's like drunk history, but for comics. Just sweet, sweet, just Pensacola's not that far away. Is that your sector? I mean, Pensacola, Florida, is my sector. Of all of Florida, that's like the only part we kind of have fun in. That's well, the only. It's the yeah. only part of Florida I go to. Yeah, so far for me, Tim. Tommy, sweet, sweet Tommy, any words of wisdom for us? Oh, it's just like dissing like what you hate, like DCU. I diss what I hate, DCU, you fucking bastards. And uh, you want to give us a couple of minutes about hot comicsology before we go? Oh, oh come on, man. Uh, come on. I thought it was going to make it wow. clear, but I decided not to. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck you guys. And don't forget what I always say. Don't just what you hate. Just, just, just tell people about what you love. You're going to live longer and you're going to look cooler. Thank you for the lot box, guys. On the road, we're going home.